Welcome to Obedience Podcast. This is the fifth episode. Mm-hmm. We've come so far from just number one. And we want to thank you guys for coming back and spending time with us another week. You are welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start out with a short prayer and then Ashley will introduce the topic for this week. So if you're watching online, if you're driving, don't bow your head, you know. But if you are watching online, bow your head. Father God, we want to thank you for allowing us to come together again for another episode of Obedience Podcast. I thank you that I am in such a different place than I was last week. It just shows how far you can bring us and get our minds back in the right place. I thank you for all the hearts that the last episode touched. And I pray that someone out there reunited with someone that they had been away from for some time. Mm -hmm. I pray that this episode does the same as last episode and motivates someone to change their ways. And I pray for everyone that's listening, that their lives is blessed and changed in some way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> that was a good prayer. Thank you. We've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> but we just want to start off with this topic of the week. Um, on last week, we talked about uh, forgiveness. Um, that really hit home for me. Um, like Shay said in her prayer, it has really like made me take another look at different things of like what of like just forgiveness. Like why are we not forgiving a person because of something that they did. Mm-hmm. And one thing about unforgiveness, it can lead to other things like envy, jealousy, um, spitefulness, or just being mean-spirited. So our, the this week's topic is pettiness, which P- we've known. E to the T-T-Y. P to the T-T-Y. You petty. You petty all the time. Yes. yes, something I have definitely been a few times in my life. <laughs> I don't Woo-chale. know about you. Wuchile is all I got to say. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into the topic and we'll open up about the um, this, um, the topic on today. Um, so we just want to set the scene um, scripture base wise. So our first scripture is coming from 2 Corinthians 2, 5 through 10. And just to set the scene, um, Paul is speaking in regards to forgiving a man that was punished by the church over in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 5. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read this. Shay, would you like to read it? Let me find it. it. Here we go. 2 Corinthians 2, 5 and 10. Uh, Let me read the Amplified. Yep. All right. But if someone has caused all this sorrow... He has caused it not to me, but in some degree, not to put it too severely, he has distressed and grieved all of you. For such a one, this punishment by the majority is sufficient. So instead of further rebuke now, 
you should rather graciously forgive and comfort and encourage him to keep him from being overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. Therefore, I urge you to reinstate him in your affections and reaffirm your love for him. For this was my purpose in writing to see if you would stand the test, whether you are obedient and committed to following my instructions in all things. If you forgive anyone, anything, I too forgive that one. And when I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of and with the approval of Christ. So this is this topic is pettiness slash mm-hmm. forgiveness point two part two. <laughs> just to let you know. So what Paul is pretty much saying here is where they had condemned the man for um something that he had done and he was saying that I understand what you how you feel how you may feel. I'm not overseeing how how you may feel, but uh, to this man who has caused you trouble or ha- even hurt you, he's saying, "Hey, it hurt me too." But most of you opposed him, so let that punishment be enough. So one thing that stuck out to me was uh, verses six through nine. <laughs> Um, so it reads um, in the NLT. So it says, "Most of you have, most of you opposed him, and that is punishment enough." Mm. Now, however, it is time to forgive him, to forgive and comfort him. Otherwise, he may be overcome by discouragement. So I urge you to now reaffirm your love for him. I wrote to you as I did to test you. To test you. Hmm. Let that marinate. So Paul was saying. um, It's alright for you guys to be against him. And that's enough punishment. And now it's time for. To forgive him. And comfort him. If not. If you don't comfort him and forgive him. Then discouragement will take him over. And to reaffirm him with love. Mm -hmm. So one thing I saw in my Bible. um, It kind of stuck out. If they wouldn't have, like, reaffirmed him with love, then that leaves room for the devil to creep in. Mm -hmm. And you just never know what will happen because, of course, his job is to trick us and to scheme us and to get get us off of our course of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, this Christian walk. The devil is a liar. Mm -hmm. Let's say that. He is a liar and a trickster and a schemer. Mm -hmm. So we cannot give him a little small centimeter of room into our lives mm-hmm. into certain situations so if you see it help god to just like all right lord identify those things in my life uh that that those fears are not like you and to get that broom and just sweep it on out so shay mm-hmm. why are people petty well where does it stem from like where does the same petty come from what do you think so I, I, you know, I went into, you know, my mind mm-hmm. and I thought of the different types of petty because mm-hmm. there are a, quite a few a plethora. different types of pettiness mm-hmm. that can be demonstrated. So the first one is reaction based petty. So a reaction based petty, something that, you know, is used a lot at work is per my last email mm-hmm. or um, what was it? As previously discussed. As stated. <laughs> As stated before. 
or the biggest one like outside of work is like texting oh okay or just saying k now that can be misinterpreted sometimes because mm-hmm. i have done now oh well you better not text me oh <laughs> oh what because <laughs> i gotta clap back for that one <laughs> but k i can text k sometimes and it may be misinterpreted sometimes I think just adding like an exclamation mark lets you know, hey, this is not petty. This what is about just a period. Oh, no, a period is petty. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe I need to work on my texting skills. Mm-hmm. People probably think you real petty in your text messages. It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you should call me. <laughs> Another um, type of petty is being deliberately petty. So an example of being deliberately petty is kind of like. Okay, so I text you and you didn't text me back for 30 minutes. So I'm not going to text you back for the rest of the day. That's being deliberately petty. Because you have 24 hours to think about not texting that person back. Wait, are you saying the person that took 30 minutes is being petty? No, the person who didn't, who's not talking to the person now because that person didn't text back in Mm -hmm. enough time. They're the petty person. Oh, so if I took like all day to respond to your text. Mm-hmm. Me being petty. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, if you took 30 minutes, then you being petty. No, 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 no. I was no, going to no. say, like, I be, you know. People busy. Out here. Right? <laughs> okay. Right? Or another one is, I called you, and then you never called me back. So mm-hmm. now you calling me now. So I'm just going to hold my phone and wait for it to stop <laughs> stop ringing. I will say, I do I do miss the androids. <laughs> you can slide up. <laughs> just keep going. No, on the iPhone, you even like, uh uh-uh. uh. I just look at it. So the next one is being passive aggressive petty, which, in my opinion, is the worst type of petty because it can be missed. Mm-hmm. You won't even notice what's going on. The slick shady stuff. Yeah. Huh? So mm-hmm. one that I wrote down is you remember when this happened, or you remember when I told you this, and then you like, no, it must have been the other person you told real quick. I'm guilty. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> But, like, it'd be fun shade, though. Like, fun petty, right? Mm-hmm, that's no. passive-aggressive. No, it's passive mm-hmm. Because the person, like, okay, did I do something wrong? You upset? I, I use that in a joking way. Yeah, or, or another one is, like, I miss you. Oh, you miss me now? Something like that. Passive-aggressive. But I be petty. feeling right, though, like, when I say it. Still passive-aggressive. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is receipts petty. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So this is somebody who keeps receipts. So it's kind of so like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, let me screenshot this so I can use it later uh-huh. against this person. Never know when I may need it. Hard evidence. Yeah, something like that. Or like, okay, so I see this person like my picture. Well, no, this person didn't like my picture three times in a row. So you know what? I'm going to unfollow them. Receipts petty. Keeping that's up with stuff that's work. very insignificant. That's a lot of work. People do it. So, the next one is set up petty. Set up? Mm-hmm. So, it's like you setting up this scene to eventually be petty. So, an example I have is kind of like, oh, you must have had a real good time last night since you never text me back. Set up petty. So, you just making a case. Mm-hmm. You setting it up. Setting it up. Mm-hmm. Or texting good night at one in the afternoon. Oh, these people don't must they don't must have jobs. 
When do they work? I don't have that much time to be setting up no petty. Some people mm. just come naturally. They ain't oh, even okay. got to think about it. That is not my ministry. Mm. I'm not going to live in that ministry. My favorite one is my last example. Silent petty. So silent petty is, I think I look good in this picture. What you think? You still quiet. <laughs> Silent pity. Another one can be like, you read a message if you got your red receipts on. You read it and then you exit out the message. You never respond. Oh, okay. So it's like, I want you to know I read it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to respond. I'm being silently petty. Maybe like when you're being quiet, like you're trying to get your, you're trying to get your response together in a graceful way. Because I be doing that sometimes. Like, well, you got to make sure you don't move the eye or tilt the head. Because the minute you be like. See, the Lord is working on my facial mm-hmm. expression. You got to work on the facials. Oh, you got to yeah. control the face. Get your face together because you've been silently petty. Help me, Lord. <laughs> and it's probably like other types of petty that you guys can think of. But that's just some that I thought of. And I got to be honest, every single one that I like listed out is something that I've done so as you probably guessed since I was very detailed with my descriptions I've been struggling with being petty myself at times so um to answer your question why are people petty so one of the definitions I found about petty saying it says making things events or actions normal people dismiss as trivial or insignificant into excuses to be upset uncooperative, childish, or stubborn. Mm. So insignificant is really important in that definition because most of the time what you're being petty about or what we're being petty about is so small that it really doesn't matter. You know, like in the grand scheme of things, whatever you're being petty about in that moment doesn't really matter. And it can be like forgotten about quickly if you just let it go. So, you know, whoever you're being petty to, like if it's your friends, your family, or your significant other, at the end of the day, they're still going to be your friends. Right. They're still going to be your family, and you're still going to date them. So, what's the point of being petty? Not if they send me no old text message. <laughs> you going to break up we with gonna them? We're going to have to consider this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, the issue is so small. So, that's insignificant. And so... um. And there's always a chance that that small issue can develop into a larger issue. Right. And so another word from the definition that stuck out to me is childish. Mm -hmm. So in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, and the amplifies what I'm going to read. It says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man. I did away with the thing, with childish things. Mm-hmm. So basically, what this verse is saying is once you come up into your adulthood, you have to let go of childish things. And the definition of petty has childish in it. Right. So why people are being childish, in my opinion, is they're stepping away from being an adult in that situation. They're taking the easy way out of being an adult and just responding off of how they feel immediately instead of doing the adult thing and thinking, 
okay, how should I handle this? So petty behavior doesn't equate to being an adult. It's just avoiding the correct thing that you should do as a as an adult. So it's like, okay, I'm upset with you, but instead of trying to tell you that I'm upset or working things out with you as to why I'm upset, I'm just going to be petty and let you figure it out mm-hmm. with my petty responses is one thing. So you have to, in that moment, figure out your emotions about that, especially if you've been petty in a negative way. Figure out your emotions and handle it as an adult. So I know that a scripture that I read that made me want to change my ways a while ago was Proverbs 17, 14. So let me get over there. And I'm going to read it in the Amplified Version. The beginning of strife is like letting out water as from a small break in a dam. First it trickles and then it gushes. Therefore, abandon the quarrel before it breaks out and tempers explode. So what this scripture is saying is it's directly warning you from being petty. It's saying that a small break in something Mm -hmm. can lead to overwhelming water just going through that dam. And so a petty argument is something small that can lead to a huge argument where you can never fix that relationship with that person. So it's it's warning you that small things can lead to bigger things and right. to stay away from those small things. Drop the quarrel. quarrel. Abandon it. Stop the tempers is, you know, what I got out of that. And so mm-hmm. when I read that personally, I'm just like, okay, I got to let go of all the small issues that I have that I think is a huge issue. And it's really not. Mm-hmm. It's something small. And so why would I just keep building small things to let all this water come through and just break my dam. So the Merriam-Webster definition of petty is having little or no importance or significance. So that's the actual definition of petty before, you know, people start making petty a word. So in college, in one of my accounting classes, I learned about petty cash. Mm -hmm. So a business keeps petty cash Um, if they want to use it for something that they don't want to reimburse their employee for. So something small, like a taxi ride, or I should say a lift ride. So something that's very small, they just keep it aside. So some they keep like $25 on hand just to be able to give it out quickly. Mm -hmm. So these businesses don't care about this $25, and that's why they don't even put it in their revenue Mm -hmm. as far as cash that they have. They keep it to the side as petty cash. So if a huge business doesn't care about this petty cash, why are we caring about caring about arguments? Come on, Shay. Come on. Come on, Shay. Come on. You better break that thing down. Come on, so What's causing you to be petty? Hmm. At the end of the day, what's the point of it? In the grand scheme of things, what is it going to do? You know, what if God was petty? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just going to uh, point my finger up and I'm going to leave. Go ahead and take up the, uh, the offering. <laughs> that was my the last thing. The church is open. Just ask yourself, what if God was petty? Hmm. Would you be up today? Would he have woken you up if he was petty? Mm-hmm. The doors of the church is open. <laughs> Would that be one? <laughs> Two or three? Come to the altar. So yeah, that's all I gotta say as far as why people petty and why you shouldn't be petty. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs>
Try to give me a fan. With a little girl on them church fans. All right. Well, I ain't got much to say after that. So basically, basically what you said is pretty much just adding fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Something that could have been been out, been distinguished out, and you could have handled then. Mm-hmm. You just let in uh, feelings or things fester and build on top of that, and it becoming this bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do believe, um, like you said, pettiness do stem, does stem, can stem. Um, I think it could stem from a lot of different places. Um, but one thing that I thought was true unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like you can say like, oh, I forgive you. But then you still have it in the back of your mind and your heart. Mm-hmm. And you being petty about the situation or other situations to come. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we say, um, okay, I just did. <laughs> so I believe that also um, it can stem from bitterness, anger. Um, or just being mean. Mm. It's just some people that are just mean. They were yeah. born mean. That's true. <laughs> it, it, and it, it may come from like your environment of like what you were taught. Or people mm-hmm. that have a whole life of just unforgiveness. Like they, I don't know. It may have started when they were they were a child. And just, it just continues on from generations. It can be a curse. Generational curse. It happens. Mm-hmm. It is a thing. Um, but we won't get into that. Gener- generational <laughs> curses is is something else, and and they have to be bro- they can be broken and they have to be broken mm-hmm. for generations to come. Uh, don't get me started, girl. Okay, <laughs> not having a discipline for um, to control our tongue. Um, I know that we talked about like saying different things of those levels of pettiness. Um, so knowing that life and death is in the power power of your tongue. Mm. And we do have, we do, we are, we we have the ability to control our, our what we say. What, um, edit that out. We, <laughs> we do have, um, control over what we say. Sometimes, some people say, oh, I just speak my mind. I'm just, I'm just that kind of person. Mm-hmm. You can change that. <laughs> you do have yeah. power over that. And I wanted to read Ephesians 4 and 31. And it reads, Get rid of get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. So get rid of it. You got the power to do it. Mm-hmm. And just don't live in that, that character of pettiness and mean-spiritedness. Um, so, Shay. Okay. <laughs> as you mentioned, you've been convicted of being petty uh-huh. in the past. Mm-hmm. We're going to speak that. <laughs> yeah. But it's a progress. I it mean, is. it's a process. It definitely is. Uh, so, I mean, we're just not going to be like, okay, I'm just going to stop being petty. It, it comes along. Yeah. It's a process. So, anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when was the time that you were petty, and have you ever been petty, or have um, have someone been petty towards you? I don't think I've ever been petty, honestly. Did okay. she just say that? Church. Church. <laughs> Let's take a vote. <laughs> Did she just say that? But because I got receipts. <laughs> all right, receipt, petty. <laughs> See what I mean? It's like running a marathon. <laughs> You have to work yourself up to it. Right. Whew. But 
I definitely was convicted on this topic over and over again. So, like I said, a couple months back, um, while reading Proverbs, I saw Proverbs 17, 14, automatically convicted. And then, like, when Ashley thought of the idea to do a pettiness episode, I went to, you know, research petty, and I Googled it. And I stumbled upon Madame Noor's website, and they were given, like, examples of petty or, you know, what causes people to be petty. And um, in the article, there was a quote, and it says, you need to get to the point where you can accept people for how they are, not for how you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And that spoke directly to me. Me too. Just because a lot of my pettiness does stem from how I want somebody to respond to what I've said or what I've done. Mm-hmm. So I know for me personally, I take, when people tell me no, I take it personally. You know, like you just hit me across the face. That's how I take it. And, um, and it wouldn't be, always be something serious. It'd be like, okay, I want to go here. Do you want to go? Or I want to go out to eat. Do you want to go out to eat? Or I'm going out of town this week. Do you want to go with me? And they just be like, no. And I just like, why don't you want to go with me? I would just take it so personally. And then I had this rule. It's like, if I ask you to do three things in a row and you said no to all of them, then I'm just not going to ask you to ever do anything ever again in my life. Was it like a no period or like, no, I got to do this, 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 this? I didn't, I didn't accept excuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, you're saying no, I hear your reason, but that's just an excuse and I don't care about excuses. So yeah, I was definitely convicted when I read that. So reading that, I knew that I just have to accept people for how they are. I can't expect them to want to do something because I want to do it. You know, people have lives. Mm-hmm. And they can't always be available. So it's definitely time for me. Basically, it's just being childish that you wanted them to do what you want to do and you're not accepting it. So basically, it goes back to that petty definition of childish. And it goes back to 1 Corinthians 13, 11. Let go of your childish ways. Mm-hmm. So with your verse that you just said, Ephesians four thirty one, I also read that and it spoke to me. Um, in the Amplified, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding, and slander be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse, and male, what was it, malevolence? So, the part in the Amplified that stuck out to me was fault finding animosity and malice so basically i was doing all of those things reacting to people saying no to me Mm -hmm. i was finding fault in them because they said no and then the malice was when i was like okay well you said this three times so i'm just not gonna invite you Mm -hmm. and animosity because i would create animosity because at times it's like okay well i'm just not gonna talk to you for a week until i feel like i'm over this you know so i had to let go of those things to become a better person so, you know, a better friend, a better family member. Because family was not excluded. No one was excluded. All and lives. <laughs> so, to become a better person, I had to let go of that type of pettiness. Now, I can't say I've let go of everything. I am a work in progress. But I do try to stay away from just being that type of petty, mm-hmm. spiteful pettiness, you know? Yeah. I was that on my list. Mm-mm, girl. Ooh, sp- 
spiteful hey, pettiness. Girl. That's another one. <laughs> I too have been spitefully petty. Mm-hmm. Even just thinking like you don't have to do anything to me. But as stated on last week, if you touch my family, <laughs> you will get the alter ego, which is Brianka. Oh. My other name is Brianne. Brianka. So you're going to get Brianka. You will get her. Now, people have hurt my family members and like my mom. She she don't it's like she don't do no wrong. She don't have no pettiness in her. Like she zero. From her. I should. It's in you. It's in me. It just got to grow <laughs> and cultivate. But we go it's a work in progress. Like some people had done some things to her. And I'm just like, why you why you giving these folks stuff? Mm. Why you giving them stuff? Like Girl, sit down, be petty. It's healthy. I, w- I would say it's healthy. It's good for the soul. <laughs> it's good for the soul. But, like, I don't know. That girl, I didn't learn so much from her. But, like, I would be, like, I would intentionally not, I would walk past, I can walk past you and not, not even see you. Like, it is bad. Like, I would intentionally not speak to you. And really, it ain't, it probably not even hurting that person. Mm. But to me, I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be upset. What's the A word you use? Animosity. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, I did not care. Yeah, walking but, past somebody and not speaking is definitely creating animosity. Hush, child. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, I have I have done that. I won't say I've... It's a work in progress. I won't say that. I never do it again, but... We're growing. That's why we have these topics. And we're getting convicted. Mm-hmm. And God correct is correcting us with love. Mm-hmm. So. He's going to comfort us like Paul said. Mm-hmm. He's going to comfort us with love. Um, but yeah. So. Have you ever had someone be petty to you? I have. And how has it felt? I cussed. In my mind. But it still ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I said that little bad word, and then I was just like, "Okay, let me." I took time, and I responded. Um, it wasn't in a bad way. Like I was just like, "Okay," um, I kind of got past it, but I still had a little animosity. Like I should get her back, but really, you have to think about it. It's not for you to get back at Mm-mm. that person. Let me tell you something. Just like when you had said something shady today when? before we recorded. And then she said something shady to me, y'all. I can't remember the, what it was. Oh, but she I said, was, did you bring your fancy cup today? Yeah, she was jealous. <laughs> jealous of my cup, right, that I had on last week. And she walked past and her phone was on the charger. And it fell, like, right as she was saying that. So, I said all that to say is God, God can get them back. But right That's before true. you even think about it, he already got the plan. He already That's got the plan true. out. So, yep. God can get them back better than you can. That's true. It's in the book. It's in the book. It's, it's Romans right 12, 19. Let's find it. Says, Beloved. Never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath. 
and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine. I, I will repay, says the Lord. Says the Lord. Not so, Ashley, but says the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he will. Yeah. Handle that for you. Yeah. Handle that lightweight for me. Right. <laughs> handle my lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, y'all. <laughs> And I also had another scripture um, from Colossians 4 and 6. It reads, let your conversation be always, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, Mm. so that you may know how to answer everyone. Mm. That's why seasoning is so important. I'm telling you. Who wants some bland chicken? What did it say? It says, let your conversation be always full of grace. Full of grace. Seasoned with salt. With salt. Mm-hmm. You got to season the chicken. And you got to season your conversation. Mm-hmm. That's what, if if you still angry, take a little time for yourself. You know, to go for a walk, you know. That marination has seasoning. It's letting the season marinate and soak into the meat. Mm -hmm. So that's why you have to step away from the situation and just let that season of grace, you got to let that grace Mm -hmm. fully season you so you can return back to the situation, Mm -hmm. marinated and ready to go. Right. The best type of meat is marinated overnight. Hello. So if you need to step away for a minute, step away. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. Come on. Mm-hmm. Now, if you struggle with, you know, yo, we was talking about the tongue earlier. Read that conversation. Mm. Just memorize it. Mem- mm-hmm. And when you want to come out, just say it. You should meditate on that scripture in the morning. Mm-hmm. In the morning before you say anything else. Yes. And if you are in customer service and you talk to someone over the phone, you know, say that scripture real quick before you dial that, right. before you dial that number. Right. Yep. I'm telling That'll you. That'll work. I feel That's a challenge in my spirit. If you work. struggle with that, I, I dare you to read that. 21 days. And <laughs> yes. see it work. It's going to work. It's going to work. Mm-hmm. That, that it, The word is not going to come back void, I tell you. Mm-mm. So, Trust me. all that being said, at the end of the day, with all this scripture and evidence that we have, can Christians be petty? Based off the book, Mm-hmm. Which is never wrong. If we read Ephesians 5, 1 through 2, and the Amplified Version, it says, Therefore, become imitators of God, copy him and follow his example, as well beloved children imitate their father, and walk continually in love, that is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion unselfishly seeking the best for others just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and sacrifice to God slang for you so that it became a sweet fragrance so it's saying that we have to imitate God we have to copy and follow his example Mm -hmm. so if we copy and follow his example and then value one another and practice empathy and compassion. 
there's no way that we can be petty because empathy and compassion does not correlate with petty Mm -hmm. in the definition of petty. So we can't be petty. We're supposed to be like God, and God is far from petty. Right. So no. (laughs) I think the answer is no. We can't be petty. Because I could think of sometimes he could have been petty with me. I'm going to say that right now. What you did last night? <laughs> you, you saw me, Lord? <laughs> did you see me? Yeah, he, yeah, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All I got to say is thank you, Lord, for your grace mm. and your unpettiness. <laughs> no unpettiness. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <sighs> okay, so <laughs> what was that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> good. Okay, so before I say my answer, okay, so I do believe there is a difference in the type of pettiness. Mm-hmm. The ones that we're saying, like with the unforgiveness. You're letting a small situation turn into a huge situation. Mm-hmm. Can a Christian be petty in that way? Or their life supposed is their life in- <laughs> is their life supposed to model pettiness? Is that a fruit? Is that a ah, is Take that a fruit of the spirit? No. Um. But so my answer to that: Can Christians be petty? No. But I do believe there is a difference between um, pettiness being a characteristic of your life and just having, like, fun pettiness like we have. Like, mm-hmm. we can be shady, but we mean nothing by it. Fun shade. Yeah, fun shade. Mm-hmm. Just let your intent of your pettiness or your shadiness not be to hurt that person. Yeah. Like, if you know me, you know, like, what I'm sensitive about, right? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't throw any fun shade or uh, pettiness on those type of conversations or those topics. Mm-hmm. So. And you know when yeah, you're you getting too, too close far. to that line. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I feel like also, you know, if you are going to participate in fun shade and petty, fun petty shade, mm-hmm. um, if someone has said something that you don't like or, you know, you took the wrong way or it made you feel some type of way, I do think that you have to express that to that person. Right. Because maybe they have no idea that they took it too far. Mm-hmm. You know, they just thought they were doing fun shade. And right. if you hold that in, that gets you stuck on the forgiveness that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And then you may just be like extra petty to them as well. And like we talked about before, just make that little small crack in the dam, just bust open and just let the water flow. So you do have to communicate, you know, like an adult should to your whoever you're, you know, being shady with, mm-hmm. that, hey, I had a problem with what you said. And then that person can correct what they said and apologize. Right. You know, and if they're your friend or your family, they're going to do it immediately. I know. Yeah. Now, they don't. You might want to question their friendship. Right. Take it to the Lord in prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus.
our sins and griefs we bear. All because we do not carry mm. everything to God in prayer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> That's a hymn. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have. I'm so glad that I can call God my friend. Mm-hmm. And he calls me a friend too. We said that hymn just so you guys can take that friendship to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. Always remember that. But yep, now it's fellowship time. So this week's discussion is drum roll. Jesus is the king. Mm, Wait, mm, mm, mm. Jesus, Jesus is, is king. king, but he is the king. T H E E. <laughs> he is the king. So, Shay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Did you get a chance to listen to the album? Did y'all get a chance to listen to the album? Let us know in the comments below. Um, if you don't know, Jesus is King is Kanye West's new album. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he that just came on out on last week, I think Friday. So, just let us know. What y'all thought about the album? If y'all list take a li- took a listen, um, if y'all listened to the whole album or just a song that kind of you heard since then, so what you think, Shay? Um, I didn't listen to the entire album, um, but I did listen to snippets of it. I know for a fact I like the first song, mm-hmm. "Every Hour." Is that the name of it? Yes. Yes. Um, that was a really good song. It had his Sunday service choir in it, and it just takes you back to like true. Baptist hymn, mm-hmm. well, not hymn, but you know the church choirs. Yeah. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So my fir- my personal favorite is God is like I said it it brings back that Baptist feel church choir and my choir sings it um not a lot but when they do sing it I it's it's like an all time favorite of mine um where um my uncle leads it hey uncle Chris um. So, yeah, they sampled God is in the beginning of that song. And then he went on and he talked about what God is to him. And so I just love it because he actually sung. He sung in that song. In that song. Um, and you can just hear, like, the passion behind his voice of, like, you can tell that he was emotional. He was either crying or he was just feeling the song of, like, what God is to him. And you can just tell, like, the transformation that has, like, like his life has been through. Um, it, I love it. That's my personal favorite. So um, we all know that um, he went through a lot of his life, especially um, with the passing of his mom. And that's how we know that he kind of took a turn. Um, but he had a lot of outbursts and whatnot. But he, him just kind of like transforming. I personally like the album. Um, I would, would you call it like a gospel album? Based off what I listened to, um, I can compare it to like Lecrae's album, yeah. and he is he does like identify himself as a gospel artist, right? Um, and if you go on iTunes, his album tracks are in the top gospel albums. Mm-hmm. So even iTunes has classified it as a gospel album, um, and I think that that's his message that he's trying to get out. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it is considered like a gospel album. I wouldn't say gospel and put it in that box of gospel. I would say like just it, because it, I've heard Lecrae say like, don't put me in a box of just being this gospel artist. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. Like, just don't put him in that box and put that uh, sometimes pressure of just being not having to talk about other things that he goes through in life. Um, I think like gospel has been like, oh, praise God and whatever, which is nothing wrong with that. We love it. I love it. Um, but he likes to talk about his uh, his real life and the, the different kind of feelings that he's gone through. But like, I wouldn't call this a gospel album. I would think it's more of like a. Do we have to put it in the category? Um, I wouldn't even put it in the category. I I think it's very inspirational um, about his transforming in life, and it's just t- it just tells a story. So I I mean you could put hashtag gospel in that search engine to look for his album, but I wouldn't call it like a gospel album. I just I just like the transform the transformation that he's gone through. I think he's just telling his story. I was actually listening to this album as I was getting ready for the comedy show on Saturday. And I was just like, he about to make me emotional before I go out here and laugh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the album. I like every song that's on it. Kanye um, did an interview with, what's his name? Uh, with Big Boy Big TV. Boy. And he pretty much talked about his album, Jesus is King being canceled and um finding God and a quote that he stated that I really enjoyed in the interview which he said a lot of good things in the interview Mm -hmm. he said when we remove the fear of God you create the fear and love of everything else and so he pretty much was adamant you know I fear God because if you don't fear God then that allows all of this other stuff to come in Mm -hmm. and another thing he talked about he talked about is when his life was in shambles, he was in debt. And mm-hmm. every, everywhere he was looking around, he couldn't keep money. His businesses weren't doing good. Right. And the second that he turned his life around, he was like, next thing you know, his company was at the top of the list. And they were selling out. And he wasn't in debt anymore. Mm-hmm. And everything was just working for him. And so that's another thing that pointed out to me that, hey, this is not just something that he's doing. This yeah. is something that's really going on in his life. And just to piggyback off that, um, I don't think I don't know if he mentioned it in the article, but he said he started tithing. Oh, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I won't reference it or go into it because I didn't do <coughs> the full thing. Um, but yeah, he started tithing, so he started getting blessed from his tithing. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's trust God. Yeah, I wish I could find that quote that that's in one of the songs. Basically, he talked about, you know, like, this isn't just something I'm doing. This is, like, something I'm trying to change people's lives. Right. What he pretty much said in the line. This submission, not a show. This is my eternal soul. So, I will um, devote more time to listen to the entire album. Um, but I do have to, like, sit down. I didn't want to, because I was trying to listen to it as I was getting ready today, and mm-hmm. I was missing a lot of stuff. I have to actually sit down, look at the lyrics. Yeah. And take it all in. So. I need to do the same. Yeah. So, good job, Kanye. And it's good because, like, a lot of his stuff, they are in the top ten. And that's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Go stream it. Support. Go get it now. 
Oh, and I don't know if that was in the interview or or what, but he talked about how his dad told him because he knew that he wanted to like start a church in Calabasas Mm -hmm. and his dad told him like, you have to have the word. And that is something that I mentioned, I think on the first episode and you know, his dad got to him and then he did start bringing the word to it. So I'm glad that he realized that and his dad fought for that, but he said they were like going back and forth about that. So, and then did you see what he said something about um, when they would get in the argument about including the word in the services? Um, like they got in, he said that they got in a long argument and he said something to the effect effect that um, Kanye brought up to his dad. Well, you was out of my life or something. Yeah, <laughs> so, do you know how much I had to Google because you weren't in my life? That's real right. petty. Yeah, that yeah, was petty. So, we'll move forward with the moment of the week. So, my moment of the week. So, a moment of the week is what we just share. We just had a moment in the week. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it getting no plainer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Something significant happened within that week that we want to just let you guys know about. Thank you. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty much um, a moment for the me- week for me was... Um, so on at Bible study on on Thursday night, the topic was move. Mm -hmm. And he talked about like different things. Don't pick up baggage from old things and how it is just so easy. When God tells you to move, move, Mm -hmm. don't pick up old things um, that are behind. And that thing just really resonated with me where I had gotten to the car from Bible study. And I was just like, okay, God, I had to sit there. I couldn't even drive off. I was just like, okay, God, where where do you want me to move? What do you have for me to do? I received the word that was said on tonight. So where in my life do you want me to move? Um, so Friday came along, Saturday came along. And he spoke to me on Saturday and Sunday. It was heavy on my spirit on Sunday. Um, he called me to a fast. So I'm fasting throughout this week, and I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, to fast on some things um, where I want God to move in my life. Um, so just pretty much just get reconnected with God and just to hear specific instructions on what he has for me to do. So one of those things were was to um, pay off one of my credit cards. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was no balance on that, and I used some of that money. Well, I used um, the card on my, on my trip to Tulsa. Um, and I'm just like, God, why would I, you know, why would you send me this place? I know that you called me to this place and I was to bring back debt. And so I was just like, God, I'm, I am trusting in you that someone is going to pay this off or this is going to be, this card is going to be paid off. Um, and I, I just, I just believe, I just had the faith to, I have the faith to believe that it will be uh, paid off. So today, um, I was in Walmart. Um, that's the reason I was late today. I was at Walmart. I had to stop by there and get a few things. And this lady was in the line before me. And um, she said, you go ahead. She was older, older lady. Uh, she said, you go ahead and um, go before me. I have to write a check. So um, so I went before her. And I was just like, you know, we were just talking or whatever. And she, she jokingly said, um, you put the line between. Put the stick in between. Um, make sure she knows where to stop. And I was just like, no, she said, put the line in between or you uh, make sure she knows where to stop. 
um, before you have to pay for my groceries. And I'm just like. <laughs> and I, 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 we laughed it off. And I was just like, I sure wish I could. And God had moved in that moment. And that whatever kind of seconds it was. To go ahead and pay for that lady's groceries. And, and I paid for it with the card. And I said, God, I'm believing for you to pay this off. Including with that total that you you told me to move on. You told me to pay for that latest groceries. Along with my items on that card. So I am still believing um, that he will pay off that card. That's my moment of the week. He spoke to me in that. I, it had been a while that I was able. I won't even say able that. He led me to pay for someone's groceries. It had been a while. And I was just like, Lord, when my time going to come for me to bless someone else? And that time came on today. That's good. So that was my moment of the week when he spoke to me um, to do that. And I am still believing that he will take care of that balance. Pay it off in full. For my moment of the week, um, a lot has happened since the last time we filmed. So um, the episode didn't go up on Tuesday last week because we had a family emergency in my family. Um, but that whole situation is clear and everything worked out and everything is back to normal. So I am thankful for that. And, you know, one thing I did notice like during that time is, you know, when it was happening, um, I just immediately knew to like just say a prayer about it. And then after I said a prayer about it, like I was just at peace and I didn't worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like anything that they were saying that was going to happen, I didn't worry about it and you know, everything worked its way out and it was peace in that situation for everything. So that's all that matters. I know the week before last, um, when we came in here, um, I was telling you that I was having a hard time and I just kept reading Philippians four and six. And so, you know, I was meditating really hard on that scripture. It was actually six through seven. I was meditating really hard on that scripture and just like, has it been two weeks? No, I think it's been a week. It's been, but, you know, it's just amazing the amount of peace that has entered my life from, you know, that. And so I'm thankful for that. So I have a completely different energy than the last time we recorded. And so I'm feeling better and I'm thankful for that. Amen. Yep. That just shows, like, growth and spiritual maturity. Like when you, like when something comes up, you don't react to the situation like others would do mm-hmm. but you immediately go in prayer because that's what your life is based on now I mean that's your helpline yeah that is your help so <laughs> that is the source so that just shows like a maturity so. yeah and I think that you know that time period really did grow my faith and I'm appreciative of it because I was able to know like I'm prepared you know for if another situation happens, mm-hmm. I know how to handle that situation going forward. So I'm grateful that we both had experiences this week mm-hmm. where the Lord really moved in our lives. That's always a great feeling. 
And I'm happy that we can experience that. We hope that you guys have moments of the weekend. Always feel free to share those with us so we can share your moments of the week with everyone out there and encourage people. I know from my point of view, if I hear like something like that, it encourages me because I know that if he did it for you, he can do it for me too. So, We'll get into our soap of the week. Uh-huh. So we'll insert the little. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, well, that was really good. <laughs> Way better than what I could do. I'm not a sound effects person. So um, this soap comes from Matthew 5 44 in the King James Version. And it says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hurt you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say hurt? It says hate you. I'm sorry. So do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So in my observation, I said that Jesus is telling you that we will have people that will make themselves our enemies. So even if we don't hate them specifically, they will seek out to hate us. So in that moment, we shouldn't do what they are doing and make them our enemies. Or if we reflect this back to the um, topic of today, if you have somebody being petty to you, that doesn't mean that you have to go and be petty to them. Or if you have someone who's not forgiving you, that doesn't mean that you have a free pass not to forgive them. Mm -hmm. We must pray for those people who hate us or those people who are treating us incorrectly or who are being petty to us. And like Ashley said before, and just leave it in God's hand because he will handle it Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. We shouldn't take these, we shouldn't take these things and situations into our own hand. All we can do is love that person as Jesus loves us. One thing I can remember hearing is what your enemy will set up for bad, God will turn to good always. So if something, if someone is treating you bad and trying to cause harm to you or trying to do something evil on purpose to you or something in spite, God is going to turn that around and let it work in your favor every single time. So always let God do his work. Don't get in his way. He can handle it. Right. Like we said earlier, just let your lightweight go to God. He got it. In my language. <laughs> so the application I have is to apply this to my life, I would need to ensure I'm not holding on to any negative feelings that I have about anyone because that's going to easily let me, you know, like if I'm not forgiving them, it's going to easily let me not forgive them. Or it's going to a petty thought or... um where it's going to completely come out my mouth very easily. Um, so I need to make sure that I don't hold negative feelings toward anyone or make them my enemy. Mm-hmm. I also need to pray and ask for any hard feelings I'm still having towards people to be worked out. So, you know, I know last week you mentioned that sometimes you can forgive people, but it's still like a work in progress. 
So you have to constantly ask, like, show me something that I'm holding on to that I have no idea that I'm holding on to. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've realized that sometimes in my life, because, you know, before you can be scrolling, like I said last week, and you see somebody and you realize, uh, and you realize that feeling that you have. Right. Before, I wouldn't even realize it. I would just go with that feeling. But, you know, now, you know, when I, when I reacted like that, it was, I was aware. And so that's God talking to you, like, this is not how you're supposed to act. Mm-hmm. So just continue to ask God to show you um, anything that you need to work out of yourself to become more like him. And then I also have, I need to pray for people. I ask the Lord for forgiveness over just to make sure that they have a peace and that they are being worked within their spirit Mm -hmm. for God as well. So you want to pray for them to, you know, try to get into that peacefulness that you're into also. Um, And also I put that up. I must stay vigilant and pray that I can stay vigilant because like you said before, the devil can come in real easy. He comes to what is it? Pray, kill, kill, kill steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Yeah, real quick. Real quick. Before so, you, you even notice. Yeah. But um, just keep that in mind and continue to pray to God um, to stay vigilant and pray over people who have negative um who conspire to do negative things to you Mm -hmm. and just pray that God handles everything for you. And just remember that he's always going to work everything out in his favor. He's not going to let anything bad happen to you based off what that person has. Even if that person gets like a a W for something in the end, they're not going to win everything. Mm -hmm. So think of it like that. It's like a tournament. God's always going to prevail at the end of it all. You've already won Already won the victory. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan. I told Satan. Get thee behind. <laughs> victory today is mine. All right. Love <laughs> is mine. This is him day. This is the him episode. <laughs> One thing I did want to piggyback on is you said pray for your enemies. Mm-hmm. You better pray for your enemies. Let me tell you something. But only because, not only because, not let me not say that. You never know like what your enemy is going through. Mm-hmm. You never know like what they didn't, um, what they didn't, the, the the things that they have going on in their life. Their mean spiritness or whatever reason is, they're intentionally hurting you or you know doing these things to you you never know where all of this is stemming from Mm -hmm. it may be because of pettiness it may be unforgiveness it may be spitefulness Mm -hmm. or any of these things that we had talked about Mm -hmm. so pray for your enemies and god hears that Mm -hmm. yep and 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 he sees a reflection of him when you do something like that it's like okay right they're being more like me right by intentionally praying for the enemies and one thing i wanted to say that you said you never know what your enemies are going through. Mm-hmm. So imagine what you're going through. Your enemy can go, be going through something 10 times worse than what you're going through. Can you mm-hmm. imagine how hard it is for them? And instead of taking that route that you're taking and just turning it over to God, they're trying to handle it all themselves. Right. So they have all that weight on them, all right. that pressure that they're not letting go of. So like Ashley said, pray for your enemies. Yeah. It's the best thing. And if you're an enemy and you you bound by all those things, cast your cares upon the Lord mm-hmm. because what? He cares for you. He does. 
He he's there to listen. Mm-hmm. Cast upon cast them upon him. Mm-hmm. He cares for you. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is the end of our podcast. We thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in um to our fifth episode of Obedience Podcast. Um we hope to see you guys next week. This has been a fun episode. It has. I almost don't want it to end. Right. But we've been recording a long time. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of, uh, we had Jesus to come in. <laughs> the doorbell. I don't know if you heard him. He had called too. Did you hear him? So yeah, I hope our, our, our other episodes as are as fun as this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy this as much as, we, as we've enjoyed recording this episode and we hope that all the pettiness goes away (laughs) 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 and we thank you guys for listening like ashley said and we can't wait to see you guys next time oh submit your soaps yeah if you have any topics that you want to uh hit on and you want to be a guest hit us up at obedience podcast at gmail.com again that's obedience podcast at Mm gmail.com and we're always open to ideas if you can think of any other fun topics that we can do or any questions you want us to talk about or if you find any social media topics or topics that we can discuss during our fellowship time send it to us because Sometimes we can't find topics. So sometimes I forget to get on Instagram. Right. Because so. I'm on a little fast. I'm on the fast. Right like, I'm not on it. So um, any little bit helps. Thank you. Yeah. Any Thank little you bit helps. All right. So we can't wait to see you guys on the next episode. And we hope you enjoyed. And y'all go and have a blessed week now. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Go-na. Go-na.